Welcome to Here's What I Hear, a podcast about reflections and tips about relationships, personal development, and connection. My name is Jesse Hipner, and I'm a counselor and coach. I believe one of the biggest parts about being human is how we are connected to other humans, connected in friendships, intimate relationships with family members, colleagues. We live and die in and out of relationships and how we are connected to others. As a counselor and coach, I have helped many couples and individuals make meaningful and even life-saving changes. In this podcast, I want to share a little bit about what I hear from week to week, and I want to share with you some of the tips about ways to work through similar issues. And so, here's what I hear. Happy New Year, and thanks for tuning in. It's been a couple weeks since I released an episode and took a nice little hiatus through the holiday, and so here we are back, and it is 2023. What a, an amazing uh, time, and you know, just kind of thinking back on last year, I have been at this podcast now for a full year, and I think that's pretty exciting. If you've been listening along, I hope you've been enjoying it. If you're just tuning in, I would love for you to check out last year's episodes. There's a lot of really good episodes in there, and so I would encourage you to check those out. And if you are enjoying the show as well, please do like and share it, give a review, let me know your thoughts. That really helps to promote the show and to get it in the search results. So I would love for your interactions in that way. At the very least, just thanks for being here. Thanks for listening along. And I'm excited about this episode today. This topic has been coming up so much lately, and so I feel like it's quite pertinent. And I've I've titled this episode, How to Make Friends as an Adult. And I think it's kind of an interesting uh, concept because I know for a fact that there are many of you out there listening, and I would definitely put myself in a similar situation that making friends in adulthood is kind of an interesting phenomenon. You know, how do we make friends? And sometimes it feels like it's really hard to make and maintain friendships in adulthood. And you know, why is that? So I want to talk about that today. Uh, I want to mention something about you know why I think that friendships, first of all, are important. Why this is even something we should care about. You know, I certainly know some people that all they want to focus on is maybe just their family and just work. And it's not to say that, you know, your immediate family can't be your friends. I think that's certainly true. And I tell couples all the time that I believe that your partner should be your best friend, should be your greatest supporter, should be your biggest cheerleader, uh, even your best critic, your best feedback loop, but they can't be that only thing, right? And I think that's where it comes down to. From my experience, both professionally and personally, when you don't have those friends to confide in or be around and hang out with, that can really affect our mood and really affect our, our wellness and our happiness, our life satisfaction. And so having those outlets, having a friend that you can get together with and, and having a couple friends even that you're able to you know relate with and connect with and share life with and just have that self-care opportunity 
is so important. It really is. And I think the truth is, is that most people desire that. Most people realize that, that that's something important in their life. And yet, I think in part, at least this post-COVID area, it seems like many people are really struggling in this area of friendships, you know, making friends in adulthood. And so why is that? Well, it starts with the problem. The problem is, is that when we were growing up, the friends that you made, the friends that you got to know, were very much in this kind of forced system, whether it be school or maybe church or, you know, neighborhood friends. It was a, a system that was pretty much just laid out for you, right? Didn't really take a whole lot of effort. You, not, you didn't necessarily have to go and search for friends. Now, even if you were someone who maybe didn't have a lot of childhood friends, you know, there was still those likely those options there for you, maybe siblings or cousins, right? And, and kind of the nature of growing up that you have these common experiences where you're going to be meeting lots of different kids or you're going to be interacting with, you know, meeting potential friends and so forth, right? And so for the most part, you know, generally speaking, in childhood, those friends happened quite easily and organically, right? They were just there for you. And so we go into adulthood and even a little bit throughout college, we start to kind of notice like, okay, those opportunities for meeting people aren't so organic, right? It's not so easy to just bump into someone who has so much shared background, so much shared common ground, right? I think this, if, if you're in the dating world right now, you'll certainly resonate with this concept of like, where do you meet people, right? And that's why there's all these dating apps now, right? Or meetup groups and things like that, because people realize it's a huge business opportunity to help bring people together. Now, I've seen this done a little bit in some with some of the friendship thing as well. You know, some friends meetup groups and some, you know, apps that bring uh, friends together, you know, helping meet other like-minded individuals. And so they're also realizing, you know, the, the businesses out there are realizing that there's, you know, a lot of opportunity. I think this is also in large part why social media has just taken off so much, right? That there's just this huge desire to be connected to other people and to have relationship with other people. I'm not going to go down the social media uh, hole right now, but you know my two cents on that is that it really is a fabricated connection. It's it's not a deep, authentic form of relationship. And so, if your only forms of friendship is through social media, I think that you should kind of examine that and ask yourself, you know, is that is that meeting your needs? Are, are you getting your relationship desires met through that? And if not, um, this is where I would challenge you with of, of what about making friends kind of in the real world, so to speak. But the problem, I want to just come back to this, the problem, I think, for making friends as an adult is because we just want it to happen organically. We we wish, we think back to that childhood time of, I wish it was just effortless. I, I wish it was, uh, it just kind of uh, was easy to meet people with so many different, you know, common interests and so forth. And I, I can remember back to childhood, a couple, you know, my best friends at that time. In my mind, I thought, you know, those these would be my friends forever, right? So there's this like, I'm going to meet a friend. It's going to be so easy, organic, natural, and it's going to be my best friend for the rest of my life. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not how adult friendships work. Adult friendships take effort. The reality is, is that pretty much 
after leaving college or after leaving school, these relationships just don't happen organically anymore. You have to take risk. You have to put in the effort. It's going to take you trying. It's going to take you putting yourself out there. And this is where the key skill of vulnerability comes in, right? I do this so much with so many different types of clients I work with, coming back to vulnerability, 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 being authentic, self-confidence, being honest to who you are, speaking up for your own needs and your own desires, your own interests, being willing to put yourself out there. That's a huge part of making friends. Now, if that sounds like that takes a lot of energy, it's because it does, that takes energy. You know, this this kind of romanticizing or this this illusion that making friends is going to just kind of happen, that you're going to meet your next door neighbor, and they're going to be your best friend, and your kids are all going to get along. Now, that might happen in some neighborhoods and whatnot. I'm, I certainly, you know, know that that can happen. But I think by and large, friendships take effort in adulthood. And that's something that I think is a challenge that would be important for you to recognize and accept that I'm going to have to put myself out there. I'm going to have to be the one to reach out. I'm going to have to be the one to you know set up a get together or, or organize some type of activity that we're going to do together. Now, if you're the only one who has ever done that in a relationship, another opportunity to speak up about your needs, another opportunity for you to be vulnerable about that dynamic in the relationship. Hey, I feel like this is kind of a, a one-way relationship right now. I really value this friendship, but I would love for you to also reach out to me from time to time. You know, I'll be the first one to put my hand up that I get really frustrated in relationships like that because I often am the one, you know, kind of doing the instigating, the reaching out, making the connection or the effort. And I do get frustrated that that doesn't happen back to me so much. And let me tell you, I'm still working on this as far as giving that feedback to other people. That's also hard for me. It's hard to be confrontational in that way, to give feedback to somebody else about that, to say, hey, if you want to, to, to maintain this relationship as well, can you also be reaching out to me? Let's, let's make this a, at least some form of a mutual relationship, right? So that's a key part of it. Now, the last part of this that I want to talk about is there's a big part in this of accepting these realities. And in particular, it's accepting the impermanence of all relationships. Every relationship you are in, even with a spouse or a lifelong partner, is going to come to an end at some point. I want you just to think about that for a second. Accepting the impermanence of all relationships in your life. No relationship that you are in is going to last forever. But yet we hold that standard in friendships for some reason. We hold this, this kind of make-believe expectation that I'm going to make a friend and it's going to last forever. That's not the reality. And oftentimes when we hold that expectation, it really holds us back from taking those risks, putting in the effort and being vulnerable, right? Because we see like, okay, this, this person kind of moves around a lot. They move from job to job or state to state, or, you know, we don't live very close and it's going to be hard to, you know, to do that. Now, I'm not saying you should just at, at any cost be willing to put yourself out there and the impact on yourself and on your energy doesn't matter. Those things do matter. You should absolutely 
evaluate the, the cost of those relationships 100%. That might may, may very well mean that that friend is not going to be as a close of a friend. You're not going to put in as much effort. Absolutely. But if you are holding yourself back from even meeting any friends because of this concern that, well, what if the friendship doesn't last forever? You know, what if the friendship, you know, just even lasts for a couple months and all of a sudden we just fade off? Like that's going to, that's going to be hard. Right. And my hunch my pretty good guess is that that has happened to you in the past, right? You've really gotten to know someone, maybe even a best friend that you you had, maybe somebody in your wedding, and all of a sudden you look back a couple years later, five years later, 10 years later, and it's like there's hardly even any relationship or maybe there's not even a relationship with that person anymore, and that sucks. Well, just because that was hard and sad doesn't mean that we should withhold ourselves from making those types of relationships in the future. In fact, having the awareness and the recognition of how hard that was and, and honoring yourself and allowing yourself to feel those emotions of those loss of other relationships in your past is a powerful and a good skill that will feed into making deeper, more authentic relationships in the future. Okay, so allowing yourself to recognize that and be okay with admitting that it sucks when friendships end, sucks when any relationship ends. That's that makes sense. And in fact, if it wasn't hard to lose those relationships or wasn't hard to lose those friends, then what does that kind of say about what the relationship really was? Was was it really that deep of a relationship to start with, or was it just kind of an illusion of some type of quality relationship? So you kind of undercut the, your own value of those relationships if you don't allow yourself to feel and grieve the loss of those relationships. And you're holding yourself back from meeting new people, meeting new friends, making new relationships, or growing and maintaining the current relationships you're in. Okay? So accepting the impermanence of all relationships. I think that's such a key mindset in this process of making friends as an adult. So just to summarize, I, I think a big problem with making friends as an adult is our uh, belief, our fantasizing that the friendships are going to happen like they were when we were in childhood. That's just not the reality. They take effort. They, they, they don't happen organically. So we have to put in that effort. Secondly, we need to be willing to be vulnerable and take a risk by opening ourselves up. And lastly, the biggest part of that, I think, is really this accepting of the impermanence of any relationship and not letting that hold us back from putting ourselves out there, from opening up to others. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope this inspired you or at least gave you a little bit of food for thought, challenged you perhaps in some of your thinking. And if this is something that you find yourself wrestling with a lot, this is something I talk with so many different clients about. And so you're not alone. I want to just normalize that for you. And secondly, I would love to talk with you. So if this is something you resonate with, drop me a line. My email's in the show notes. I would love to connect with you. I also offer free consultations. Those are scheduled over Zoom. I can literally meet with anybody in the entire world. And so wherever you're listening from, if this is something that challenged you and you resonate with, I would love to dialogue with you. So reach out and let's get the conversation going. Well, be sure to tune in next time. And thanks for being here today. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Here's What I Hear. 
I hope you resonated with some of the things you heard and you took away a few tips and suggestions that I shared with you. I truly believe that we can all obtain thriving relationships and thriving connections and thriving development to reach those goals that we're working after. And to help you on that journey, I have a couple free worksheets on my website that I would love for you to download. Simply go to my website, jessehibner.com. That's J-E-S-S-E-H-U-E-B-N-E-R.com. One quick note about liability. I am not your counselor. I just need to say that because if you think I'm your counselor, that's probably a good indicator you need counseling. Of course, if you're in the Denver metro area, feel free to reach out for a consultation call. But just listening to my tips and suggestions on this podcast does not equate to being in treatment with anyone, including with me. Lastly, most importantly, if you are struggling with thoughts of wanting to kill yourself, wanting to die, or feel like there's no way out, you need to get help immediately. A good option is frankly the emergency room. Or if you're in the United States, you can call 800-273-8255. And last but certainly not least, I would love for you to tune in every week. We're going to drop a new episode of this podcast every week. So hit that subscribe button. I'd also love your rating and a review if you've really resonated with this podcast episode today. Well, again, I'm so glad that you joined us and I hope you tune in next week.